0: Now, the Go Wild app has added some really cool and exciting functionality to their app and the first one I want to talk about is the near me function and basically what this does it allows you to engage and connect with people in your area you guys can talk about gear you guys can talk about hunting areas you guys can talk about what's going on in the woods and it just allows the users to be more of a community and connect easier the second part is the gearbox and what the gearbox is it is a an opportunity for the users to not only see reviews on products and see what the go wild community is using in the field what products they're using but it also allows you guys to purchase up to 150,000 products there's there's a shopping function on it so check out the go wild app if you haven't downloaded it to your phone yet you need to and you can do that at Any app store that is currently available, go wild. It's an awesome app. Check them out.
1: Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Thomas. Today's episode is kind of cool. Got Andy and Micah with me. Is that the cool part? Yep. that's Definitely. Is sweet. Best part of the show. Best part of the I show. <laughs> um, we have got, I don't know, kind of a cool show. We're, we're talking to...
2: It's a mosh podge shows is what it is. You know?
1: That's what it is, yeah. We're talking to three of the five Missouri Elk Lottery winners. And so we're talking to Gene Gilkey...
3: Uh, Sam Schultz and Bill Clark. Yep. Um, and Bill is the landowner draw, Right. Um, yes. So he has a little different perspective than, than the rest of them, just for the general purpose, obviously. Yeah.
2: I mean, if you think about it, he's going to have the hardest time when it comes to hunting. Yeah. Just, he's just because he's limited to his chunk of ground. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, so
1: what we're doing is we're, um, we talk to each one of those uh, three guys for about, you know, 20, 30 minutes a piece, you know, talk about, how they found out, how excited they are, maybe what they're planning on doing. Their perspective. Yeah. Yep. Different tactics. Different tactics. Um, different backgrounds, different stories. You know, I mean, it's cool to hear, you know, Gene just a year ago was diagnosed with cancer. and now well, he's supposed the, to be with us. Right. Now he's getting a chance to hunt elk. And, yeah. you know, Sam hunted elk
3: years back uh, out west and is getting the chance again here. and yeah, All of Bill. them, actually, that we talked to have had some sort of experience, whether... Wherever it might be, of hunting some type of big game or you know elk. Right.
2: Yeah. Gene's never hunted.
1: I don't think, from what I remember, an elk specifically. Right. But, but he's
2: he's hunted most of his life. Yeah. Right? He's hunted his whole life. So yeah.
1: it's pretty cool. Um, we we had fun talking to the different guys, kind of living vicariously through them. Yeah. If that's a word. We I will. Think be. I used it right. Um, you know, because we didn't get lucky enough, so um, and we didn't get to talk to all five of them. You know, not not everybody wanted to. To come on uh, is, our show which is cool just yeah. So, it's fine yeah uh, we're we're happy that we got to talk to three of them so and hope y'all
2: yeah we're hoping that they have all have success and they'll we'll yeah. talk to them when it's over. Be
1: more fun to talk to the three of them after it's over about their cool harvest yep so Absolutely. yeah we, we wish them nothing but success so anyway i hope you all enjoy it um you guys got anything before we start this off Enjoy the Let's show. roll. Oh, we've got our first one. I think we're going to start with is Gene Gilkey. So, um, Gene is uh, from Liberty, Missouri, I believe, and he will be the first one, and then we'll go from there. So, hope you guys enjoy it. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. All right, welcome to the show. Got a good one. We are excited. Uh this is the first of our uh elk lottery winners that we will be talking to. Um so everybody, um introduce you to Gene Gilkey of Liberty, Missouri. Gene, what's going on? Hey, how are you guys tonight?
2: Doing good. Fantastic.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, we're excited to talk to you, dude. Uh I I'm I'm guessing I talk for all three of us when when I say that we are all jealous of you. That's the first thing I want to say. <laughs> for sure.
4: But <laughs> well, I I tell you what, this this is a dream come true for me. I never thought I'd have a chance to elk hunt, let alone elk hunt in my home state. So I'm just uh, I'm thrilled to be able to get the chance to do it.
1: Yeah, you're one of the first five, man. There's only first five at one time. Yeah. And and how yeah, there's years? no
4: pressure, but I'm trying to be the Hundreds, first one yeah. that takes an elk too. So hey, that'd, <laughs> there be, <you> know, <laughs> that'd be
1: cool. But, you know, from the three of us, first off, congrats. That that is totally awesome. Um, you know we uh, we knew chances weren't great of winning, and five lucky people were gonna to get that opportunity. So it's cool to know that somebody that actually lives relatively close to us was yeah. able to win that. So yeah. Um, so first thing we want to ask you is, uh, why don't you introduce yourself, let people get to know you a little bit, um, where you're from, um, and to help people get to know you a little more. What is your favorite thing about Missouri and its outdoors?
4: Okay. So, well, my name is Gene Gilkey. Uh, I'm originally from uh, the, the big metropolis of Lawson, Missouri. I spent most of my life there and uh, ended up in Kansas City. I'm in Liberty right now. Um, grew up in North Missouri uh, hunting, uh, you know, rabbits and, and squirrels when I was a kid and kind of graduated into, as I got older, deer hunting um, and turkey hunting, and when I was a kid... You know, you had to draw a lottery just to get a doe tag in deer Mm -hmm. hunting. So, conservation has brought that program so far, and then this elk hunting thing is just like that. I mean, the conservation department millions of dollars. I know they put in to get reintroduced elk back into Missouri, and and we're all. I'm the first beneficiary because I'm one of the first five. So, uh, you know, you have to thank the MDC for that. But, you know, I've I've hunted. probably for 50 years and I tell you what it's it's a thrill to get a trophy buck or it's a thrill to get a a big gobbler but you know just being out there I've had so many moments where you just you're in a tree stand and you see a a raccoon come in with with her kits from a night out you know and you see that when you're out there and it just brings you such peace about you know that that's all around us if we just get out there in the woods whether you take an animal or not, if you just get out the woods out in there, there's just so much to see and enjoy.
2: 100%.
1: Yeah. That's we, we've got that answer quite a bit. I think that's, you know,
2: yeah, that's usually what everybody says. And I mean, it's, it's perfect because yep. it's, it's so true. I mean, we all do it for different reasons and stuff, but everybody can agree. Even if you don't have success, you get out there and you experience those things. It, it just, it's, it brings so much joy to you. And I mean, that's, one of the main reasons why we all do it
4: yeah 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 and you know you pass it on to your kids i taught my sons how to deer hunt when they were you know 11 12 13 and 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 then turn around and 20 years later my oldest son took me turkey hunting and he got in gotten into it and i'd never done it before and but he turns around and then he's showing me how to turkey hunt and taking me turkey hunting so you know you give to that next generation but there he's giving right back to me
1: yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So how did you, uh, how did you find out you got drawn? That's, you know, what were you doing when you found out,
4: <laughs> you know, I was at work and, my, and um, my personal phone rang and I don't answer my personal phone at work and it, I have a, a smart watch. So it came up that it was imminence, Missouri. And just by chance, we're going floating in imminence, uh, this coming weekend, So I thought, oh, there must be a problem with my camping reservations or something, so I better call whoever it was back. So I get back to my phone, and I call them, and it rang through to the Missouri Department of Conservation. I thought, oh, I must have dialed the wrong number or something. (laughs) So (laughs) I dialed it again, and it goes right back to the Missouri Department of Conservation. I said, well, that's odd. I don't know anybody at the Missouri Department of Conservation. And uh, so as I'm thinking about it, I look, and I've got a voice, uh, an email from uh the biologist jaron hildreth and uh congratulating me on being one of the five people drawn and i literally jumped up out of my chair in the office and i'm screaming i won i won (laughs) everybody's looking at me like i don't know what the old guy won but he won something you know (laughs) and i'm telling i i got drawn for Missouri's first elk, first elk hunt. And they were just, you're just blankety-blank and kidding me. And I said, I am not blankety-blank and kidding <laughs> anybody. So it was just, and uh, of course I called my wife and uh, my older son, and uh, who will probably, he'll hunt with me for sure. And I told him, and he said, you're blankety-blank and kidding me too. <laughs> I said, if I get an elk, I'm going to name him blankety-blank kidding me. Just, uh, That's it, awesome. it was just just such a thrill.
2: Oh, absolutely! So now you found out you got drawn, and you're super excited. So, what's your plan going forward? Do you plan on going and doing any scouting or anything along those lines? Because I'm in your bio, uh, it says that you plan on doing the archery and the rifle. So, what's your plan moving
4: forward? Yeah, so I'm a like I said, we're going on a float trip this weekend. That'll be my first actually venture into the area. So. I'm going to try to really just try to get my bearings. And then archery season, I'm going to hunt both weekends uh, with a crossbow. Okay. And and mainly for scouting. I mean, obviously, if I get a chance at one, I'm going to take it. But I don't really expect to get close enough one with a crossbow. It could happen. But really, I'm just going to scout for rifle season. And then when rifle season rolls around, I'll hunt all nine days in rifle or or until I get an elk, hopefully.
5: That
1: makes sense.
4: Are you going to do any, um,
1: it, this is especially, you know, for someone who's not been down in the area, it'd be like, you know, sort of like when we go out west, if we go into a new spot, are you going to do any, um, Google earthing, um, stuff like Onyx? Are you going to do any e-scouting, uh, over the summer yeah. to kind of get yourself ready?
4: Yeah, already, uh, there's a, um, there's a hunting app, uh, I think it's, um, X-Hunt maybe? X-O? Um, yeah. Kind of, it could be on so, Yeah, on yep. Right, that's it. So my son turned me onto that app. So I went ahead and got that and paid the yearly fee for Missouri. So I've been just kind of overhead scouting uh, you know, now. So I'm gonna down like I said, this weekend and I'm gonna take one day and I've met up with a person down there that'll kinda take me around and show me where oh, good. the local people are seeing the elk, you know, on public land awesome yeah uh,
3: that'll be uh, i'm gonna guess that's probably gonna be your most beneficial is that that local resource
2: yeah I mean, right you, yeah you can look all day long on you know on X and different things like that but until you put boots on the ground and talk to people you're i mean that's where that's where it all comes about yeah right
4: yeah so i i've met met this guy down there and he's gonna show me like he, he travels quite a bit down in that area he's from down there and he travels the roads so he's gonna, you know, show me, say, hey, you know, over here, and take me to these spots, and then I'll mark them in on and mm-hmm. and so at least that I'll formulate my game plan out of where he's telling me he's seeing them.
3: Yeah. So is this somebody you knew before, or somebody that you've met through this process?
4: <laughs> met through the process actually. It's it's kind of convoluted, but I have an older brother, and when he found out uh he he knew a person up here in north missouri that he used to hunt on this lady's land okay so he gets me in contact with this lady and so i call her and tell her what's going on and she didn't doesn't have any land but she knew some people down there that had uh, you know that were locals had been down there all their life and okay. kind of knew the area so she turned me on to one of those people. That's awesome. That's cool.
2: Yeah, and I would think the locals down there, they're probably willing to give a helping hand in this situation. I mean, they know there's only yeah, five people. Yeah,
4: everybody I've talked to, yeah. You know, the the, the places I'm going to camp and things like that, you tell them, you know, hey, you know, hey, I drew one of those tags. And they're just so excited to speak to somebody that's drawn one of the tags. And, and you know, hey, if there's anything we could do, give us a call. You know, so it's just been really, really helpful down in that area yeah awesome well and
1: now circling back uh, to you so now we read your bio but so you haven't mm-hmm. you haven't hunted elk before in your life right this is going to be a first for you
4: the, this is a first and probably my one and only shot
1: oh man i'll tell you what you don't say that because right. you <laughs> might get the bug and you might be traveling west after that you never know <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah i might be hitting the high road going to colorado or something exactly yeah
1: well, uh, you know, the last thing I kind of want to ask, you know, and we might have some more questions based on what you talk about, but what is, what does this mean to you? I mean, this is some, you know, a guy like you has never hunted elk, you know, reading your bio, you really probably haven't hunted elk because of the cost involved and, and you know, the travel and stuff. What does this mean to a guy like you who, you know, has never gotten that chance? Uh,
4: uh, I tell you what when th- thinking about about the last year, um it it's unbelievable. I I know you guys read my bio, but I um I had cancer last year and in, in stage four B and, and um it it was touch and go if I was even gonna see Christmas last year. Oh my wow. goodness. And um well, I'm glad you're so, here with us now. Um you know, look, it, it changes you when you go through something like that. I didn't know that I'd ever hunt again. Uh, and then, um, you know, thank God I'm i am 100% cancer-free now. But just Good. the opportunity to do something that I never dreamed, you know. I i, I guess the, the closest thing I can relate it to is I told somebody at work, when uh, Roy Williams left Kansas to coach at his alma mater, much that that was so special and it's it's kind of like that i've always you know kind of wanted to i've told my wife in the past man i'd love to go out west and hunt an elk or a big horn sheep but i'm i'm just a regular old guy i'm not a ceo of nothing I, you know i'm just paycheck to paycheck like everybody else and i i knew i'd never have that kind of money but you know to get this chance, you know, at my age, it's, it's just words can't describe just the, the joy and, and the, the feeling I get thinking I have this chance to do something that nobody's ever done in Missouri and only five people get the chance this year. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's really special.
1: No, that, that really is awesome. I think it, uh, I mean, it's a perfect story. I mean, right. a year ago you were fighting for your life based on what you just said to us which really sucks and glad you made it man that's that's yeah. good um i mean elk at that time don't mean anything but now that you're you're here and um still kicking um yeah you get to go yeah. you know enjoy the a know, majestic yeah. animal
4: yeah. yeah i just yeah you know, I'm um and i told my son you know of course he's my strength's not what it was even a year ago and i'm i'm older i'll, I'll be 60 in a few weeks so yeah. It's not like I'm some bodybuilder that I'm going to go pack out, you know, an elk quarter by myself. I might be able to carry it 10 feet for a picture or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, a photo op dad packing the elk out. But uh, you know what? I just, I'm going to take, I I invested in a just a renovated GoPro. And I just, I hope to get some elk on that camera that we can take some pictures. And it's just, for me, it's it's. It's the trip of a lifetime. It's something I never thought I'd have the chance to do. And it, I mean, sure, I want to get one. But really, if I can just see one in the wild, it, it's just going to be a thrill in itself. No, you're,
5: Absolutely.
1: you're dead right. We've, we've all been, we all go out west elk hunting. And the first time I ever saw an elk on the hoof in the wild, my, I mean, my jaw literally dropped. And it was like seeing a, a ghost uh hold on man sorry that's okay my bad anyway yeah <laughs> first time uh i gotta figure out how to do do not disturb on that thing anyway oh uh first time i ever got to see one in the wild was you know my jaw dropped it was like seeing this ghost um, oh wow so i mean it, you really will it i mean I, maybe it's just me but i don't know about you guys but
2: the first time you saw an elk it is something different i mean it, it changes you a little bit it really does i mean because more than likely everybody's driven down the road and seen a whitetail at some point on the way over yeah i mean you see them almost <laughs> daily but elk and us being from the midwest we don't get that opportunity to see right. them so once yeah. you actually do see them it, it really does it changes you and it, i mean it, it's just they're awesome creatures and to be able to hunt them here in our home yeah. state is just extra extraordinary i guess
3: until the first time yeah. for me in the wild my arrow went about uh, five feet over his back
4: <laughs> <laughs> a, little nervous, yeah. a little nervous it'll happen yeah i tell you what it's just and, and it's like i said earlier you know when i grew up i would go deer hunting and you wouldn't see a buck and so if, if you don't, you know, you don't even have a chance at a doe when I, when I was young, you couldn't even shoot. And then they put the lottery in, and you guys probably don't remember that, but you applied in August and for certain areas, and it was only good in certain counties. And as the Department of Conservation brought the herd back, now there's just deer everywhere. But I can still remember that first whitetail I ever even got a chance to shoot and it was just so – it still sticks out, and that's been over 30 years ago. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're growing up, you don't even have the chance. And that's the way this elk is. You know, I, I never dreamed I would have a chance to go elk hunting, much less to go elk hunting within, you know, two or 300 miles of my home.
2: Right. Yeah, that's crazy. And now, now talking about the hunting, have you can – are you going to change up, as far as your gear goes, different – Than what you do whitetail. I mean, like I know a lot of people around here they run like muck boots or something like that. Have you thought about what kind of gear you're going to be using down there while you're hunting them? Oh yeah, I've
4: just I mean I've rethought it 20 times. (laughs) Uh, You know I mean as as, uh, yeah I've got I use like a muck boot when I hunt in the winter because they're warm, but I don't hike that far. So, I've, I've invested in some, some hiking boots that are, you know, thermal uh, down to like 20 below or whatever it is. So, I have invested in some gear. Uh, I'm going to use just a uh, 30-06 out of brownie, and that's what I shoot whitetail with. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll probably up the grain of the bullet to 180. Uh, I usually shoot a 150. But I don't, like I went and bought a backpack because we go to the deer stand and, and hunt all day. Well, I've never been out here in the woods actually pursuing an elk and hiking through the woods to find you know find them. So right. Right, that's all going to be going to be hiking through the woods instead of just going up and sitting in a stand and waiting for them to come by. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah.
3: have you thought about your game plan as far as calling? Are you going to try bugling at them? Are you going to cow call? What have you thought about any of that yet?
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, I've ordered some. Uh, I've ordered some cow calls, some mouth call, mouth calls in the in the Tube uh, for bugling. Uh, I'm no good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear those guys on TV, and I watch it. I don't know if you know that. Like, his name's Randy Newberger. Oh, sure. oh, yeah, yeah. everybody. Knows and I, I, watch him. And when I was sick last year, I found him. You know, I was, I was recuperating at home, and I found him. And I thought, man, that's really interesting. So I kind of got on his website and found the calls he uses. And thought, Surely I can, but that mouth call, man, it's a killer. I I can't. Mine sounds more like kind of a dying bird than hell. Well, they
1: all do. They all start somewhere, man. I mean, yeah, just keep hey, blowing on it.
4: <laughs> that's what I told my my wife says you're not very good. I said the first three days I couldn't even get it to make sounds. So come on, I've got to doing something.
1: So you're a fan of those uh those those videos I, then those YouTube videos.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. I've um, I've watched that the uh, Randy. I've watched. I think he's had seven or eight seeds, and yeah. I. I just just went through him. Uh, I, I like him. He hunts, you know, BLM land, you know, and and uh, I, he's really, of course. I I just see him on TV. It could all be an act, but he seems like a sincere hunter that has the right values. Oh yeah, yep,
1: absolutely. Another you, one. You I bet you would really enjoy. Uh, sorry to cut you off. My bad. Another no. one you would really enjoy, uh, especially in the next couple of months, getting you pumped up for this we okay. all we all really enjoy uh it's called born and raised land of the free so they okay. have two seasons i think land of the free okay. seasons three. or is it three three, three seasons and they oh man it it's some fun some fun hunting i think it's all on youtube yep yeah uh, oh, but okay. if you just if you just search born and raised they okay. they hunt with randy and and cory jacobson okay. um well maybe not randy i know Corey jacobson and some different okay. guys it it's fun to watch. So if you enjoy those YouTube videos, they're good. Corey Jacobson, another one to watch. Yep. Um, there's there's some really good ones out there that we're probably forgetting too.
2: But yeah.
4: okay,
1: yeah, yeah. I uh,
4: I watch Randy on there. You know, and one of the things that you know I said he just seems like an ethical hunter, but I heard him say on, and I don't even remember what he was pursuing. Maybe it was an elk, but he had uh, he had shot the animal and wounded it, and. Uh, as I remember, he never did find it, but he had like three or four more days to hunt, and he said on camera, "He said, I will not shoot another animal. I, I have to find that one or spend the seat." And I thought, you know what? A lot of guys that miss, especially a big time TV hunter, he could turn around and just shoot another one, and nobody would know, you know. But but he made that statement, and that you know that that's the kind of values that that hunters should have: it, it, a sense of ethics and pride in what they do.
1: Without a doubt. 100% agree with you.
2: Absolutely. Without a doubt.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, anything we can do to help you, I mean, we're not pros, <laughs> no, <what?
5: laughs>
1: but we do, we do <laughs> hell hunt. So, I mean, if there's anything, I mean, you've got my number and, and stuff like that. We, um, we don't live too far away either. We can, we can okay. definitely try to help you out, whatever you need, uh, to get ready. And hell, if, if you need help packing something out, I guess I'll drive down and help you out if you really need it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Well, I, I, I think like we'd that. all
4: love to be part of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I really appreciate it, guys. Uh, I may I may take you up on it because uh, I know nothing about it other than I, what I see on TV, and that's uh, that's not like putting feet on the ground and actually actually taking that shot. So I may take you up on it.
1: Hey, worst thing you can do is wander around aimlessly for nineteen—is it eighteen days?
4: I think it's eighteen. Ah, uh, yeah. The worst I thing you can do days. is wander
1: around eighteen days aimlessly, and you might you're eventually going to run into something. Say,
3: also, I don't even think that's the worst thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> might be, might be a
1: pretty good strategy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: so well there could there could be worse things in life than being out in missouri's nature for 19 days right Right. yep
1: especially in october and december man right right well like i said we congrats on on drawing we're super excited for you um we wish you nothing but the best we hope you bring something home um and we uh,
2: we want to talk to you whenever you do have oh yeah that's another one Yeah. yeah
4: Okay. Yeah, if, yeah, if you're
1: down for it, we'd love to talk to you after your hunt too and see how everything went, even if you didn't kill something. I think it'd be a fun talk about your experience. Yeah. I think it would be okay. fun. So
4: I'd love it. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much.
3: Well, glad to, you know this tag went to went to somebody who really appreciates it and really, you know, takes the Missouri outdoors for for what it is and puts value um, you know, on, on what's what's going on here. So so thank you for that. Thank you for, you know, appreciating what, what's going on here.
4: Yeah, yep. I, I appreciate all you guys are doing.
1: All right, are All right, you guys got anything else? I'm good. All right, congrats again, Gene. Good luck.
4: Thank you so much.
1: All right, so that's uh, the short clip with Gene Gilkey. So uh, thank you to Gene for coming on and um, talking with us. Uh, we wish Gene best of luck. The best of luck. Um, seems like a great guy, and happy that he's doing better and healthy now. Um, and we will get into uh, the next person we're talking to is Sam Schultz. Um, Sam is sort of like us. Um, yeah. He's been hunting his whole life, a uh, big bow hunter. Went out west to Colorado some years back and harvested a uh, bull and, uh, with a bow, I believe. And so we're going to talk to him. So next up is Sam Schultz. Enjoy the talk. All right, next guest we got, Sam Schultz. Sam, did I say that correctly? Yep, Sam Schultz. Yep. All right, we got Sam Schultz, uh, one of our lucky elk lottery winners again. Uh, here to talk to us about um, you know winning the winning the lottery, literally, right? Literally the lottery.
6: Uh, I hear that off. I sure, played the lottery is what I hear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, sometimes this one might be a little better off than the other lottery. I, I would say. I, I mean, think the
2: odds are a little better. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Right.
6: Uh, I guess they're, they are a little better. Seems how I I won one, but I mean the exactly <laughs> other people they don't <laughs> they don't think so. Right. <laughs>
1: sure. Well, first off, man, we want to say congrats. Um, Why don't you, before we get in into, you know, all the details here, why don't you just introduce yourself, you know, tell folks where you're from, um, and then, like I'm doing with all the, the different uh, guys and gals, why don't you just kind of tell us what your favorite thing about the Missouri Outdoors is?
6: Sure. Um, I live in a little town called Winfield, Missouri. I would say it's about 50 miles north st louis right along the mississippi river or 60 miles south of hannibal
5: okay
6: um i uh, i'm a union carpenter been that for an extremely long time and uh as far as the uh, missouri outdoors I, I don't know what there's not to love about it got to uh i mean you can do about whatever you want here now especially not the elker in it
5: including including
6: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's easy for me to say that because yeah. I, I I was able to uh <laughs> get a test
5: right
1: so. yeah no that's that's you're exactly right that's i think it's cool to ask that question although I, I need to think of other stuff to ask because i pretty much get that same answer you know i love right. everything i mean it, which is the right answer i mean there's nothing not to love about the outdoors in this state so you're you're 100 right um what uh one thing we, we've we asked, we're going to ask all the different guys we talked to, how did you find out? What were you doing when you found out that you won the, the drawing?
6: Uh, actually, I was at work. I was pulling over to another job site when I got the call, and I typically don't answer numbers that I don't recognize,
5: mm-hmm.
6: and I have no... I don't know why I did, but I answered at that time. So uh, I pulled over side and I answered. At first, I really thought it was, uh, wasn't sure if it was a joke or not. <laughs> I, I have some pretty cruel friend, you know. So, <laughs> so e- even after I talked to her, I still didn't really say anything to anybody. only told one or two people because. Like I said, I mean, uh verification, I
3: guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, we get it. That's awesome. Why the hell did I not think to do that to one of you guys? Oh,
3: man. You would have had me for sure.
6: Oh, yeah.
1: God. That's stupid. Uh, me.
6: Because because it was like two weeks before the actual uh, day when you say you can check
5: mm-hmm. is when oh. I
6: found out and I had mentioned something to my uncle who reminded me to put my tag in because I only had a couple days left, and I forgot about it, and he reminded me. And I said something to him, and he said, well, they don't find out till July 1st. And that really made me think, like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs>
5: yeah,
1: somebody's screwing with us.
6: Yeah, that's exactly what I thought.
1: Yeah, that's cool. So how excited are you, man? I mean, uh, I mean, we read your bio a little bit in the, uh, in the press release, I guess you'd call it, that MDC put out. Um, how excited are you? for this
6: well i like like uh like when i talked to you a, a few weeks ago right i'm i'm extremely excited but it feels like now like uh, the whole world's watching you so now you got to uh, <laughs> perform you know what i mean <laughs>
2: i bet it, i bet it's a little nerve-wracking thinking sure. that i am one of five or one of four other people one of five i guess and if i don't get one I mean, I guess that's a lot of pressure. I didn't even think of it that way. You know, you think that's a good point. You think, I mean, yeah, I got it. No big deal if I get one. I, I get it. If not, whatever. But yeah, you're one of five people. You think your odds are pretty good. So I guess you kind of have to perform. So
5: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I, I wouldn't, you know, let yourself have that pressure. I mean, yeah, you've been hunting your like your bio says for over 30 years, and that's what hunting yeah. is. It's not always about killing something. It's it's about experiencing something. And, I mean, you you have been elk hunting based on your your bio, so you know you know what it's like to see one of those animals in the wild, and it's not always about the kill. And obviously, yeah, you want to perform and you want to be successful because you're not going to get the opportunity for at least ten more years after this year. Uh,
6: not in this state, anyways. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, but sure. uh, you know, I mean, you're going to have fun. I can promise you that, and I think that's what matters most. So oh absolutely yeah. I mean
6: my my wife's already. hey, we need to get down there and do some camera and start doing scouting, <laughs> you know, and she don't even hunt, so
3: <laughs> you got so. anybody any friends gonna tag along or
6: um my actually my my middle boy he just turned fifteen he was uh he put in four too, and he already like i'm going, I'm filming <laughs> <laughs> I was like i'm I'm fine with that. I'm not gonna take a giant crowd, you know it's gonna be me. Right. And one other person at the most.
3: There you go.
6: Yeah, uh, that's the best way you know. to
1: do it. Do you guys remember we, we had Aaron Hildreth, the, uh, the elk biologist, on with MDC, Sam, uh, yeah. when they announced the season? And he told us the story about this kid that drew in Kentucky when they first started doing it. And he had like 20 people with him. <laughs> and it's like yeah. this giant crowd of people walking through the woods. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but um, So, I mean, teach their own, but that's probably not the best idea when you're right. trying to harvest an animal. <laughs>
6: right um and, and you know and i'm going i really i'm a bow hunter that's what i love to do so i got to get them a little closer than yeah. 150 yards so <laughs> for sure
3: yeah <laughs> right so ha- having hunted before sorry, uh, i didn't what type of tactics i mean are you going to kind of approach the same way you did your colorado hunt or or
6: uh, was it colorado oh, that, yeah the, okay yeah, colorado, you were, it was colorado here. yeah yep down in colorado yeah have you thought about
1: um, how you're going to approach things
6: well I I would say I'm going to start out I'll trying to approach things the way I did in Colorado kind of uh locate them and and maneuver around however it works you know if it takes a full day to get where you need to be to get on them then that's the way it is Right. We'll see how well that works here you know but uh I don't know I got to put my I got to do my homework for sure and yeah. and see what the best best options are but uh I would say I'm going to I'm going to lean that way you know cool. find them and then do what I got to do to get around to them to where I think they're going or right however it works yeah you hinted
2: that your wife was uh, saying that you need to get down there and stuff so do you plan on uh, going and doing some pre-trip scouting and stuff I assume yeah have you ever been down to that area
1: before or anything I mean you're you're quite a ways from it
6: well so so they range you know i like like i told you the other day i i've never listened to podcasts in my life and i actually listened to your guys the other day the two that you had about elk nice and, they do um, exist <laughs> <laughs> right so and um so they range from where he what uh, aaron was saying you know from the peck ranch over to uh, and then ellington area we actually had a uh, place down in El- uh, Ellington down by Clearwater lake for okay. ever so I'm familiar but I've never been in the Peck ranch right or over in there so I know what the country's like I I've, I've ran around it chasing turkeys so, so you right got
3: a pretty good pretty good step up there I mean if you find a turkey down there you find it elk before so you uh yeah. it sounds like you got a pretty good start there yeah
6: yeah right I been the my uh father actually has, his brother lives down in that area, and and, you know, so he knows it a little bit too, and which any any information would help at this point, you know?
1: Right. Oh yeah, take what you can get, sure. (laughs)
6: Right. Definitely. And (laughs) And I think don't turn anything down.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Not that other people can't be successful, I mean we talked to Gene Gilkey uh, as well, one of the other guys that drew, and you know, he's got a good game plan as well, but you know, having hunted elk before you understand and you've done it in, in colorado so it's obviously a little bit different terrain sure but you understand what it takes uh you might have even bugled and called and stuff like that to them back back when you did that so you understand what it takes and you can take those experiences and use them you know here in your your first five chance i mean you know you got this and then 10 years you get to sit out <laughs> so <laughs> uh, and that's at the minimum right i mean yeah and if you uh sit out 10 years and then draw again i'm i'm going to be jealous of you again
7: <laughs> uh,
6: yeah, i'm gonna buy you be, a lottery uh, ticket yeah uh, that'd be uh i'd be extremely lucky for sure
2: yeah no doubt uh but uh definitely. what about gear do you plan what kind of uh, you said you bow hunt so uh you going in there light and fast or are you planning on maybe camping somewhere or how do you plan on doing that
6: Uh, I'll definitely camp down there, you know, and hopefully I don't need a full week, but you know how it goes. I might need all nine days. (laughs) Um, so I'm, I'm going to be a little more prepared than I was in Colorado. You know, in Colorado, I was still, hell, I was in my twenties, you know, but I didn't know any different, you know, and I went down a regular old backpack, had my stuff in it, you know, (laughs) but that's not worth fagging out elk and I can tell you that, especially when you got a mile mile hike but you know you get it you know i was fortunate enough i called that elk in. i shot him at eight steps oh wow, you know, wow. yeah so they're right on top of a big animal but uh right after that's when the work begins
3: <laughs>
1: yes yeah then you sure. go wait where the hell am i gonna put this meat
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know and i just happened to be by myself so oh, man. you know and I, I had to skin it quarter it hang it in trees and, and then get all the way back to camp where my brother and my uncle and them were, and then they followed me back out there. I don't know, it was about a mile away to help me get it out. But it was a, it's a day process. No doubt, yes. yeah. Especially yeah. when you're by yourself.
2: Oh yeah, I mean we've been part of it with you know different people that have harvested in the groups, and it, they're you're not lying. I mean if you get one early in the morning you're still not getting back to camp till dark usually yeah i mean and that's
6: exactly what happened to me <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> i'm exactly. glad it was in the morning <laughs> yes, oh, right. yeah.
2: i mean if, yeah it, it wouldn't be no fun doing all that stuff in the dark that's for sure right so back when you harvested
1: your bull in colorado you said you had a backpack so i'm guessing it wasn't a backpack that was a uh you know had a meat packing abilities so i mean i know you can throw stuff no. in, the, in the bag
6: it was uh it was uh it was a deer hunting backpack, you sure. know what I mean? Yep. Like white tail hunting. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, anything more than that. It yeah. everything I needed in it, but it, other than uh, a way to pack that elk out.
1: So, has that experience made you think about buying something that'll pack meat here? If you know, I don't know how deep you're going to end up being, but you know, if you do get a couple miles back there, you're going to get something that is a little more packable with meat.
6: Well unfortunately over time, you know, I got a lot of friends that own a lot of good equipment I can use. <laughs> if necessary you know. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yep, that's good. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah,
6: that's how we kind of uh, all
2: started. First guys, they they went out the first few times, realized, hey, this stuff ain't going to work, and so they started buying and you know getting extras. And so then the new guys come along, hey, you can use this one, so you don't have to go buy it, and it works out yeah. that way pretty good, actually. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah,
6: absolutely, you, you could spend a small fortune, uh, you know, if buying stuff that you might only use once in 10 and, years. And so. we
2: definitely all have. <laughs> and, we and we do. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> and we have oh, all absolutely. been yelled at yeah. multiple times by our wives about all
6: the stuff yeah. that we do spend. So. Right. Why do you need that one also? You <laughs> know? Uh, yep, yep. And please.
1: it's weird. The, the excuse, because I do, never works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it
6: hasn't yet, anyways. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, I can understand that, though. Yeah, so, yeah. well, dude, we're. I mean, yeah. we're super ex- excited for you. I mean, we hope that you you uh, get the chance to at least see something and obviously harvest. But, um, you know, we just – we were excited to be able to talk to you and and see how you're kind of thinking about doing this. Um, we'd even love – I mean, if you want to, after your, your hunt's over, it'd be cool to talk to you and see how it went. You know, even if you didn't get something, how'd it go? What'd you see? What'd you not see? You know, uh, that sort of cool stuff. Because what I think is cool about this deal is there's only – First five, once ever, right? Like, you're always. I mean, when a hundred years from now, when you're we're all dead and gone, your name's going to be in there as one of the first five people in the state of Missouri that got to hunt, hunt elk in almost what 150 years? I think
2: it was like 180 yeah. or something, something like that. I
1: can't yeah. remember now. A long time. That's pretty freaking cool.
6: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely. uh You know, and I and. And I think that's why my wife's more excited than me. I never, I don't look at it like that. I'm just looking at it like, man, I get an opportunity to hunt these in the state, you know, mm-hmm. yep. whether I'm the first five or the, the last five, you know,
3: yeah. it was, a, a chance,
6: I'm, yeah. I'm glad they were able to bring them back in it and it's working.
5: Yeah, right.
1: no doubt. Any, you know, well, you're probably looking at it the right way. If you look at it the way I just explained it, where it's this, you know, big thing, which it is, you, you put more pressure on yourself. Like you talked about at the beginning. Sure. So, you probably shouldn't look at it that way until it's all done. <laughs> and then you can be like, damn, I did something. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: I'm a lucky son of a bitch. you
6: can your story how you need to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
3: right. So, you mentioned you're going for the archery portion, mainly your bow hunter. Heaven forbid something doesn't work out there, you don't get anything. Are you going to go rifle season? Or are you going to use your bow during rifle season? What would your your, your plan be there?
6: Um. I, I'm I'm definitely going to go rifle season and I believe I guess it'll be, I don't know I'm curious on how much they're going to change from October to December Right,
5: yeah
3: you
6: know, you know, then I I think that'll be a last man decision, like how am I going to take my bow or, or I really? better, better yeah. stick with the rifle, you know Yeah Especially when it gets close to the end, if I hadn't and uh you know got anything or not
2: so yeah yeah i mean i assume you probably plan on calling and doing all that that first portion correct
6: yeah that's that's my plan yeah so, oh yeah i mean the so. way aaron talked i would yeah. definitely yeah yeah I mean, they I mean, scream would, their
2: heads off
1: and they yeah. they don't really know hunting pressure at least to them right now so i, I would think they're going to be so, so. decently yeah. easy to call you know if if you don't sound like a dead squirrel, which all of us do, right? <laughs> right.
6: right. <laughs> but, well, I, I wondered, and and I don't know this to be, I I have no proof of anything, but I wonder how many people actually go down there and mess with them, calling and stuff, right. practicing before they head to Colorado. And,
1: That's a good question.
6: I didn't think of that. Know, <laughs> yeah. No, not that. Uh, That's here nor there, but still, I I just curious if that does happen. You know, if they if they understand it a little more than what we may think.
5: Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I know Aaron, you know, Aaron Hildreth, the uh, MDC elk biologist. Um, I know he, when we had him on, we asked him about, you know, do they, are they vocal? And he acted like they just scream for, you know, months, for a few months, um, which is awesome. Uh, I I drove through Peck Ranch a long time ago in the middle of summer. Um, and there were lots of people there trying to check them out. So yeah, I'm sure they, they get messed with. And there's people that, you know, hunt those national forest areas and things like that so i'm sure they do get messed with so i mean it might be something that
2: you might not be as it might not be shooting fish in a barrel like we're all thinking (laughs) yeah because that's what hunting is yeah right yeah (laughs) right
5: right
1: we all have that that perfect vision where you know day one we walk in we throw this bugle out and it comes running right to our plate and we Put an arrow in it at ten yards and yeah. pick it up by the road, right? That's that's how mm-hmm. it's supposed to work. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean,
6: that's that's textbook right there. That's what we want, but <laughs> I, I hope it's that easy.
1: Okay. Yeah, for sure. I sure. I mean, I, I would hope the same thing for you, but uh, the textbook never is
6: correct.
3: Never works that way, does it? No.
6: <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, very rarely. <laughs> at least not for me, it doesn't. <laughs>
3: So it sounds like your, your your son's pretty excited as well to get to tag along and experience that kind of kind of first from Missouri. I mean, is he he pretty pumped? I take it.
6: Yeah, he 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 is. He's uh, I mean, hopefully in the next ten years he gets drawn and I can go with him. Absolutely, you know? <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> that would be. I think I'd be more excited that way than being <laughs> able to get drawn, you know this this way.
3: Right. Yeah, it's understandable.
1: No, that's that's awesome. For you guys sure. got something? Anything else for Sam?
2: Yeah. Sam, like I said,
1: we just we really appreciate you coming on, and we wish the best of luck to you. It's, uh, I mean, we're rooting for all five of you guys to to harvest something because um, while we're jealous that you didn't win, sure, or that we didn't win, right. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we still we, we we want you all to be able to to uh, bring something home, and if you don't, at least really enjoy your time. You know that that's what matters most. If you you get to spend those 18 days in the wilderness, hopefully seeing animals. That's that's what matters most. So if you if you at least have fun, that, that I guess that's a win, isn't
6: it? Absolutely. I I don't think that'll be an issue. I'm pretty sure I'll have fun. There you go. No doubt. Awesome.
1: All right. You guys got anything? I'm good. Sam, got anything else you want to say to anybody?
6: Uh, no, I'm good. All right, appreciate dude. Appreciate you guys calling. No, we appreciate oh, you coming you. on. Thank you. Good
3: luck to you. Wish you the best of luck.
6: Thank you, guys. All
3: right. We'll see you.
1: Bye. All right. Thanks for listening to us with Sam. That was a good one? Yeah, it was. The other one. Yeah. Uh, so good luck, man. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I we're going to say this after every single one, <laughs> but good luck to him. <laughs> hope um, the best. Yeah, wish for the best. We hope to talk to him after it's over. Right. I'm just You're glad
3: right. it's going. I mean, these tags are going to people who have the passion for it, you know. Both of these two guys, I think, you know, it means something a little bit different, but it's still very special to them.
1: Tags are going to people that are actually going to hunt.
3: Right, exactly. That's what I'm I'm trying to get at.
1: Yeah, so um, thanks for coming on, Sam. Seemed like a really cool guy. Um, I think he's from the St. Louis side of the state, if I remember correctly. So um, best of luck. Next we have Bill Clark. Uh, Bill will be the landowner tag uh, lottery winner, and um, we will get into it with Bill. All right, on the on the line, we've got Bill Clark with us. Bill, how's it going?
7: It's going pretty well today.
2: Thanks for coming on with we're, us, bud. Yes, sir. Yeah, Bill is the uh, one that drew the landowners tag. Yep. So this is exciting stuff.
7: <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. No, we're excited to talk to you. Um, before we get into it, why don't you just introduce yourself? Uh, tell the folks. Um, I think you might be retired, but tell the folks maybe what you did for a living back in the day, and um, what is your favorite thing about the Missouri outdoors, other than elk hunting, since that will, that's what we're talking about?
7: <laughs> yes. Well, uh, today, uh, of course, I'm, I'm getting close to 80 years old, and uh, I have hunted in the past. I've hunted elk in the Rockies and uh, in three states. And been successful out there. Uh, I hunted back before guides were really needed for out-of-staters. And, uh, you know, kind of on my own. And then uh, my wife has hunted with me in Wyoming. We've hunted around encampment in that area and down in the forest south. Good. And so... uh, uh, I've, I've had one trip to Alaska moose hunting oh, cool. uh, oh, that's awesome. when I was a lot younger, uh, back when, when, uh, my age didn't hold me back and because that was very c- complex hunts that all of those were in, um, uh, in the McKinley area and on the Susitna river and, uh, you know, put in with the airplane and all that and pack oh. in and, it's quite an experience. And for a young guy that that's got, his has and bigger with him. I recommend it, uh, strongly. Uh, it's,
3: that sounds it, like a dream it, hunt right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, st- it
7: kind of is. And, and particularly, uh, early on in my life, because it, it really gave me a, I think a better taste for the outdoors and the environment and, uh, different environments, many different ones. And I, <laughs> Of course, I live in Van Buren, Missouri, and so pretty pretty close to the Pack Ranch.
3: Yeah,
7: and um, and have land here. And my wife and I came here because we're we're not tree huggers, but we don't cut them unless they're unless they're about ready to fall. And right. because we love the environment and we love what goes with this region. This region is is a fantastic area for. Uh, being you know for what it's done in the way of environment and and in particular the service, they you know the animals the deer mm-hmm. and animals they brought them all back and they're trying to really establish some pre-settlement kinds of ideas here about wildlife and and of course the environment in general we're close to the current river and that that really has helped immensely as, uh, I believe, the whole cause of environmentalism and wildlife management. We we have issues with wildlife management. There's constant challenge, mm-hmm. and um, predation is not a serious issue around here at times, but uh, some years, you know, we have a, have. A, have a, Turkeys. In some years, we don't. For example,
3: right. Yeah. And
7: I'm not as hard a hunter as I used to be, because you know, I've tasted a lot of wild game and I like it all. <laughs> you know, save everything. That's what an environmentalist does, anyway. I believe. Yep. I I think waste nothing, want for nothing, and and we actually started the support of the program here because I really believe in that whole concept of adding to the environment what was here in pre-settlement days, if possible. Yeah. There's just children and, and youngsters can only see so many pictures. Eventually, they don't get it unless it's close. And I believe the people of Missouri and even some of the surrounding states have a little gem in the ocean floating here because we can see all kinds of wildlife and in environmental conditions of all kinds right here yeah and and they're real you know understand what i mean yep I, i've we we bird watch we do everything that you would in this kind of environment and you and we love it i mean
3: and that's frankly, why missouri so great Yeah, Just all those it, opportunities Missouri's
7: really got a lot to offer yes yeah, now great. i've hunted north I've I've hunted up north of Moberly in past years on deer, mm-hmm. and and had a draw hunt up there years ago, and so, uh, but this area in the Ozarks really is just supreme. It it's accessible. It's not like a lot of area other areas in the lower and the southern Ozarks in Arkansas and down in Oklahoma, but. Some of those mountains down in there are are really tough, Mm -hmm. and access to the region can be tough. But we've got everything that anyone could desire to see right here. And when the elk program uh, thoughts came out, the first thing I did was hop in the truck and go to Kentucky. And I wanted to, because we knew it was going to happen here. I mean, around the Peck Ranch, that mm-hmm. was the plan, and so and just try to get an idea of what they were going through from an environmental standpoint. They have they had a lot of advantages in their program, but this they don't have any better environmental advantages than we have right here, and right. sure, we're, that's why we're I'm really excited about the elk program, and and frankly, we joked around about it. My neighbor we, and I joked about it. We we put in our 4-hour drawing, and I thought there'd be a lot of people in the draw in this area, and there, there weren't very many. And I think some of the people here are kind of like me. They're a little bit spoiled. We, we get to see the animals at times of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it varies quite a bit. But don't necessarily see them in the summer so much, but we will see them when they're moving into the park a lot, and, um, and particularly on the north end of the park you see a lot more than you actually do right here, but we put in for the draw, not expecting, uh, necessarily to be picked, but to support the program. I, yeah. You know, whatever it takes to support the program, we've got land here and we're in the, in the elk region and we're on the boundary. You know, I'm just a mile and a half from the park on the myself. And so, uh, yeah, we improved the land. We did a little bit with our glades, and uh, have been steadily working at it for the last six, seven years, huh? and uh, just and it's really helped the, I think the deer population a little bit, and it, uh, it's helped the sightings. Uh, you know, I've got a lot of pictures of of uh, elk at various times of year. One year didn't get any pictures, you know, because it varies quite a bit.
3: Is that using and, game uh, cameras or just from you? I mean, to actually yeah, taking pictures? Yeah,
7: exactly. I'll yeah. use game cameras okay. a lot. And uh, so, better I'll go out and go ahead.
3: I was going to ask how long have you guys been in that area? How long have you lived there?
7: Uh, we've had this property, oh, about 25 years. Oh, I retired here and uh, to this area because we really bought it of living here when we retired okay and um so um
1: i'll tell you it, just listening it, to you for the first couple minutes bill um we were yes. already we were already jealous of you and then you started talking oh. about hunting in alaska Uh huh. but now it. now we're well, more jealous of you <laughs> well
7: i'll tell you what this area has so much to offer uh you know it, and and a lot of guys when they're young they really and i did really fancy you know, a sheep hunt somewhere you know, in Utah, or down in down in New Mexico, and uh, and I did. You know, I, mm-hmm. I did that. I went to Old Mexico and things like that when I was young. But I, you reach a point in your life where, you know, you start looking around. You know, slow down a little bit and yeah. yep. start yep. thinking of thinking about. Environmentalism in a in a broad sense. If you're a hunter, if you you know you're going to do that, and and here we are in the Ozarks. I I have the satisfaction right here with this elk program uh, to be able to um, have flashbacks
5: actually of
7: hunts. But I just think about all the young people that will never get a chance. To do one of those hunts, and guess what? They don't necessarily need to to drop uh, a few big bills mm-hmm. on a hunt in the Rockies. It's a, that's a, that's serious folding money these days. Oh. And here we have it right here. You can sure. come in for picture day over at the over in the Peck ranch area, and uh, and see all the elk you want, and see them in their natural environment, and and so i'm i'm overwhelmed by what the state of missouri has done you know through dnr of course and development yeah. conservation because they're they're working on the environment and guess what they're working on pre-settlement conditions too yeah. i think and what I surprises think me i'm a salesman for that I think that's <laughs> me too a big deal do you find um
2: you know, uh, i mean obviously you live down there and i'm sure you got a group of people you talk to do you find that most of the people down there are supportive of the program or do you find some find a negative yeah. yeah resistance in it i
7: think they're broadly supportive and that they, they everybody wants to be drawn and i regard this as an honor uh, absolutely to, yeah to represent the hunters here and and do the do the hunt correctly and do it right mm-hmm. and and set an example if possible. now, I'm, I must admit that that's only been the last few years I've felt that vigorous about the issue, yeah, but this program is a huge boon to this area
3: yeah it's, I think so
7: and, and a lot, lot of people the, the, a lot of people have put themselves out on a limb to make this program work. And I'm not going to do anything but help them. Yeah. Period. Right.
1: And I don't think it would have been. I don't think the program would have gotten off the ground had they not had the support of the <coughs> the surrounding landowners. local landowners down there. And, oh sure. You know sure. that. I, we talked one of our first episodes when we talked about the possibility of the elk season. And one of the, I, one of the things I remember one of us saying, I don't remember which one, when they talked about reintroducing the elk about 10 years ago the one of the first thoughts i had was okay that's cool but i'm never gonna have the opportunity we wouldn't see maybe it. my right. kids will someday and i cannot believe that not even 10 years later i think they reintroduced them in 11 yeah. technically in yes sir so yep. not even 10 years later here we are five people not not a lot but five people are gonna have the opportunity to hunt elk in our state and what i think's cool about it bill is not to put any pressure on you, but you're one of the first five ever. There's only one you know, first yeah. in the first in the last 150 years or whatever it is since they, the elk have been in in Missouri that will get the opportunity to to hunt them. I think that's uh, pretty awesome. Well, how did how did you find out uh, about about what about getting drawn? Did did you get a phone call an email? How did how yeah, did you I find out? And what call. was your reaction?
7: My first reaction was what number did you dial,
5: <laughs>
7: <laughs> you know, or, you know, I, I, first thing I said is who is this? And, uh, and, uh, I almost hit the, hit the kill button on the phone because, <laughs> uh, I had no idea that, you know, putting in the 10 bucks to do the draw would actually succeed. Um, and I'm still kind of in shock about it because, uh, well, you know why? Uh, I believe in what this area has to offer. I believe in the program, and I'm a proponent. Yep. There are there you'll find naysayers anywhere, and uh, but I, I don't deal with them. <laughs> I have no interest in that. I have interest in environmental and and animal life. Mm-hmm. and uh, and whatever it takes to keep them healthy
1: yeah yep, for sure you
7: know and I think this hunt i would have ex- i would expected some the department to even consider uh, uh, thinning the older animals because these animals have done quite well i'm su- I'm just shocked that they have adapted to the the forage and to all the conditions that the deer, just like the deer have yeah and because there were issues with the we know that there were quite a few issues in kentucky and and, and probably some serious issues here mm-hmm. but i'm blind to those because i'm in the middle of it right yeah so, so i i don't see that i see it as natural progression and improvement of the program. That's what I see.
3: Well hopefully and, you can help out and take one of those big old bulls out of uh,
7: <laughs> yeah,
3: out of the herd well, there. That's you know?
7: one, you're on to something. <laughs> there you I go. Was, I was actually told to take the biggest stinkiness. You know, you understand right. where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. uh, get one of the big ones and and now in past years we've seen some nice elk here. I mean, you know, they actually have the confirmation of the Rocky Mountain elk and uh and they are beautiful animals. I, I'm oh, yeah. always in awe Absolutely. when I see them. I've never changed since I was young. And uh, I, I have a bad habit of glassing them and, and, uh, and putting the scope on them and, uh, in past years. And just leaving it stuck on, the, on them, just looking. Yep. Because, yeah, yep. because I am I'm in awe of the animal itself. Yeah, and they are different. The elk are unique, even though they're deer. We know that, and I can't tell you how many deer I put in the freezer in my life. But, (laughs) but I will say these are different, and they offer a, a facet, to the wildlife and to the environment that is nowhere else, in the state, and it. I'm just blessed to be living here and uh, I'm glad to have the opportunity to uh, to get one of those big olds and uh, mm-hmm. and and help a little bit. They it would it would I think the people of Missouri ought to be really proud that the state has is not hiring hunters to come in and thin their herd. No, I, yeah. That, and, I, and obviously that's what the drawing is about. Mm-hmm. And to help other hunters come in and uh, do the necessary thinning. Now I admit they're they're kind of tiptoeing into this program because who who knows what's going to happen?
3: It's a lot of unknowns there, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, this tons time.
7: of unknowns and tons, maybe tons of risk. Now, I've talked to some of the people in the state of Oklahoma when they put them down the Washita Mountains, and uh, uh, I lived there quite a few years in the past and, um, and hunted over in Arkansas too. Whoa, boy, they, there have been big issues and they have their elk acclimatized to an area that's very difficult
5: mm-hmm. yeah. to
7: tend. They're, the tending of the animals is, during the early phases is very difficult. Yeah. And here... We have the blessing of, you know, an environment that just is fantastic to support them. And no wonder they were so popular with the natives who mm-hmm. lived here many years ago. I've got a lot of books here about... Well, they're delicious. About, <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> yeah, they're gigantic. <laughs> yeah, they knew what they were they're doing.
4: very careful.
7: The, you yeah, know, you look at uh, an elk people, and a deer,
1: and you go, let's see, this one weighs 700 pounds. This one weighs 150. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, boy. Yeah.
7: But the, those people, the early settlers here, and then the, I'm talking about native people, uh, pre-settlement, uh, they worship the elk, mm-hmm. and and they did it for a reason. Uh, because in this region with old growth forest, you know, you could, even in these hills in the Ozarks, you see a mile under the trees I mean there were big yeah. trees they were spread out they wide open kind of wide open spaces and uh and people forget that in their obviously the yeah. region is not old growth forest anymore except in very very few places mm-hmm. and uh and those ought to be jealously guarded I say by the people of Missouri because these big there's some big oak trees here that are 30, 40 feet around. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you where they are.
3: <laughs> we don't, blame don't me there. You're gonna have to find <laughs>
7: them. And, uh, and for obvious reason,
3: yeah, you know, once they're gone, they're gone, they're gone.
7: Yeah. We don't want them carved in. We don't want, you know, we, we really think the environment's an important issue. I keep, I've said the word environment already so many times, but this is my life. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm really proud of it and uh, thankful for it. So
1: we, uh, Bill, you and I talked a little bit whenever I first called you, and I was a little, was a little worried you were going to say the same thing you thought about saying to the Department of Conservation when they called you um, when I first called you, but you were nice to me, so I appreciate that. But uh, <laughs> Well,
7: I was told to expect a call or two from various people, <laughs> Yep. and then right after we talked, I went to your website, I looked at a couple of your podcasts, and... And I really liked them. I think you guys do a great job and I hope everybody can appreciate how you dig into your subject matter and and I I I hope I can do this for you on that in that regard and help you. And the people of Missouri have got to hear these kinds of testimonials from individuals firsthand. Yeah. They just gotta hear it. You can't read about this in a book. It just right it's just not the same thing it doesn't have the same flavor and I've've watched a couple of your podcasts two or three times because I I might have missed something they were so interesting I you know yeah
1: do you well, hear well, my I've, do you hear my head inflating <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, we, we really do appreciate that bill just, that means a lot to us I mean that those well, kind words
7: really t- yeah it's it's tough business and uh, 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 and I've had not any direct experience but i've had some relatives that, that ran some of the same kind of programs in other states and they're very difficult and uh to put the package put together and to flow yeah. from from cast to cast or week to week and uh got to it's hard work
1: yeah well we don't yeah. say we do a good job at it but we try, <laughs> we try. We try. we're we having fun yeah, with awesome. it either way you're let's,
7: doing just fine
1: let's start yeah. talking about elk again
7: <laughs> yeah let's do that uh,
1: so i'm wondering have you given any thought to what you're going to try to do as far as um strategy you know your hunt i mean you know the first season is archery and uh i don't know if you bow hunt anymore but are you going to give that a shot
7: I believe I have I talked actually I talked to my cousin today in uh, down in Texas, and he said that he is going to come up here and bring his crossbow up. I can't pull I can't pull that sixty pound yeah, <laughs> less bear anymore. and uh, uh, you know I'm just I'm just not physically able to do it yeah i I have uh, and I have bow hunted with it and been successful with it in many years past, fifty years ago. But uh, mm-hmm. I believe I might try the uh the bow hunt this year with crossbow and uh, and uh, I want to make sure that the department knows what I'm doing and right. uh, and such uh, so yeah, I may good. go ahead and do that because well, sometimes we see them now we're gonna have you know the deer bow hunts going on at the same time, and uh so. You, do end up with quite a little bit of traffic in the area, mm-hmm. but almost all of those hunters are, are stealth hunters, and, who are bow hunting, yeah. and um, and it's it's um, and we don't get too many. You don't understand what I mean. It's yeah. uh, there's a, we have enough of a region here, and there's great deer hunting all over this state. <laughs> you know, right? I, I'm looking for the department that. To do some things, I and I've been kind of pounding on them a little bit to do some things in the big cities. Yeah. And bow hunting is ultimately a very safe uh, sport that is very suitable. Unless you're around metropolitan areas. (laughs) And uh, so I think that is a worthwhile program. Now, some of the areas don't necessarily care for, hunting in general, but we need some education. We need some outreach to children. This is a generational problem. Yep. It's, it's you know, if you can't convince somebody in the first two minutes, you're not going to probably they dig in quick.
3: And very true. Very <laughs> true. It's, it's just what
7: happens. It, it's true of everything in, in this day and age because everybody is so exposed to everything, so everybody's got that opinion. Yep. And so I think it's a generational problem. I think your program is of outreach is useful to outreach. Yeah. And uh, and and getting kids to look at your podcast, I think, is a great idea.
1: Yeah. Well, and, thank you. Uh, well, and to circle anyway back around to that, what you were saying, I, I uh-huh. think I would definitely give that crossbow a shot. Um, I mean, I would guess. You know, crossbows are are legal to use now during archery season. Absolutely. So I yeah. would I would guess you're you would be fine. Yeah. You. They were, oh yeah, I yeah. think so.
7: And I I talked to game ranger here, a couple of them, and there isn't any issue there. Right. Yeah. So, uh, the thing is, I want to make sure. Uh, I'm I'm close. You know, I'm used to shooting four or five hundred yards, and in, in the old days, and out and in farther. Right. And uh, but here. Uh, we're close in tight, and uh, and with the bow, it's the same as same as the scope and long distance. You, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? sure. yep. and I've got some experience with bow hunting, and that is
1: uh, a combination of both.
7: Yeah, yeah, it's a combination, but you still got the same intensity and and necessity for being proficient at the close range with the bow that mm-hmm. you do with rifle at, at distance so um no doubt i i, I get it i i have never wounded an animal animal ever
3: I, that's, and uh, that's amazing that's fantastic uh, i mean well give that animal the
1: respect patience, it needs yep
7: <laughs> patience patience and patience. then
1: I'm, I'm guessing if you if you don't get anything with that crossbow which is a great idea to have your family member bring that up and yeah you know let you you know borrow it or whatever and uh, get get used to it but it, i'm guessing if you don't get anything there you're gonna go out during rifle
2: absolutely. and give
7: her absolutely give her
2: hell absolutely. yeah
7: <laughs> absolutely do so, my very best
2: so with since you got the landowner's tag i'm assuming that means that you have to harvest the elk on your land correct
7: that's correct that's so, correct oh, it, okay so that's what i did makes it even harder that. on bill than anyone yeah else. Uh, I, really I figured he could go well,
2: do yeah. you i mean do you have a I'm not, you don't have to tell, but I mean, do you have a small piece of ground or do you have enough where you think you'll have a good shot to, you know, get out there and try to find them?
7: Well, I've got 80 acres and, uh, and my, I've seen quite a few elk in the region. I might, I will admit drive arounds that I've done just to see the animals in the fall as if I was hunting them. You know, scouting mm-hmm. them in a sense. Mm-hmm. I see a lot more uh, in uh, in uh, north of the Pack Ranch, but uh, you know, that's that's the luck of the draw.
5: Yep, right. And,
7: and sometimes a person can come up dry. Uh, uh, I'll I'll probably uh, cry like a baby <laughs> if I come up dry because I think it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and i'm attaching importance to it yeah that truly is not there you know this is a desire i have to to just represent uh other hunters who would love to trade places and uh and to do so show some honor yeah to the task yeah and treat it treat it for what it is it's it's a privilege, a huge privilege. Yeah. To be yeah. able to hunt these animals in the Ozarks. Yeah.
3: And I we, think we can all agree we appreciate your your viewpoint on that for you know as as people not in that area and not able to get that opportunity, it means a lot that it is is going to someone who it it does mean that much to. Yeah.
1: And at the same time, we we talked to one of the other guys that drew and he mm-hmm. he kind of mentioned that he he feels like he's got pressure on himself just like you said. And while I can understand that, I mean right. you know, there's a there's five people and there's probably a lot of people that are talking to you and I, I know Sam had said that people had reached out to him that he's never talked to and mm-hmm. while I can understand that you might feel that pressure, um i I would I would do my best to just enjoy the eighteen days or is it it eighteen days? I think it's two, two, yeah, two nine days yeah. period. Uh the eighteen days you're yeah. given. And if you don't if you don't harvest one you know, we've all hunted our whole lives. I mean, it happens. Yep, <laughs> so yeah. uh, you've hunted a lot, oh, yeah. lot longer than we have. And uh,
7: oh, well, yeah, no, I've come back empty. Yep. And and I hunted hard. Yep. And uh, in those days, and still come back empty. And uh, but uh, it's not to be. Yeah.
5: The,
7: you know, the environment, Mother Earth. Uh, she's got her own plan, you know yep we're we're a tad we're a tad superfluous in this situation in my opinion, yeah. and it is a privilege to have have an experience <clears throat> yeah. and sometimes it's not successful that's just the bottom line
1: hey the uh, the advantage is if you don't draw, I think you get to apply again next year is that isn't that correct about landowners
7: okay. yeah but you, you know this is. This is my shot. <laughs> sure. sure right, right. You know I
1: mean? But yes. I'm just saying, you never know. Right. The odds go way <laughs> down after this. I'm creeping
7: up on old age. You got to take those kind of things into account <laughs> yeah. if you can. Yeah. I've, and I've got so many memories, and and uh, they wear thin. It'd be nice to have another great memory to tack on. Yeah, you absolutely. Understand what I mean? Oh yeah. That's the pressure I feel. <laughs> well who would have ever dreamed. that's what
1: hunting is though is is memories you yeah. know we've talked about we've all said this before it's not always about the harvest sometimes it's just about the memories you make with the people you're doing those things with and we you know we we uh we wish you nothing but luck and um hopefully you are able to harvest one but either way we'd love to maybe talk to you after you your your hunts and see how it went and the fun stories that you might have uh heck it might just be might just be seeing an elk for 20 seconds but it was that one chance you know that you had and sometimes you know micah you and i last year out in colorado just saw the one one cow for about 30 seconds and and three cows three cows whatever it was i didn't see much um you know when while that's all you get it's still it made it worth it it, made, it makes it, it, makes it, it worth of it it's
7: part of the experience yeah. and it carries me back to my grandfather and and uh, you know and, and my great grandfather who were born in the 1800s and i i hunted with them when i was 2 3 years old and guess what <laughs> i don't remember the harvest yeah yeah i remember the stories i remember the jokes i remember the 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 lighter moments and the conversations, the conversations were conversations that I can still say today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yep. That's me. the meaning of it. That's all, all
1: right. But,
7: but like I say, it's, it's the memories and it's not always the harvest. That's when the work starts with bigger animals. <laughs> sure <does>. oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, yeah. uh, so you, you know you have to be to to do the justice to the to the hunt the harvest is going to be hard it's going to be physical and it's always going to be difficult. I don't I never was on a hunt in my life where they hop in the truck
3: <laughs> I've been trying and trying but <laughs> just I, agree. Just, I agree it just, does not <laughs> happen never You
7: know we're talking if somebody breaks that code, be sure and make a note of it. Please <laughs> yeah, and podcast yeah, sure. it because I'll, I I want to know. There you go. But when you when you animals need pieces and and you're you're trying to get the lake to be picked up, and you're three miles from pickup. Yep. Walking in the hardest muskeg in the world. I mean, it was difficult to walk in in the world. You better be ready for that. Yeah. That yeah. is non-trivial, and uh uh has any- it it holds in mountains in the, in the rockies as well yeah i mean you never know which mountain you're going to be running up <laughs> nope and has anybody they,
1: ever tried to put the tailgate of their truck down and just start whistling and see what happens <laughs> whistling yeah yeah a <laughs> couple times you
7: come out with a cow call and see what happens <laughs> well uh, bill
1: um like i i think i speak for all three of us congratulations on getting drawn um Thank i've you. only known you for you know a couple couple weeks now but it couldn't have gone to a better landowner we're we're excited for you and we hope that you get that opportunity to to have to deal with about 700 pounds of meat in front of you
7: be awful <laughs> just be terrible <laughs> yeah, it? yeah, it yeah. well i it appreciate the, i appreciate your comment and they are falling on open ears for sure
4: good okay well, good. thank you
7: you
2: thank guys you got anything else for bill no i think that's it for me good All luck right.
3: and uh thank you yeah.
2: yeah let us know what happens
7: Hope you didn't put the hex on me. (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: no. No, we're good luck. That's that's (laughs) all we are, right? Yes, sir. (laughs) All right, Bill. We'll talk to you later.
7: Yes, sir. Thank you a lot. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. How lucky are those guys?
3: Without a doubt. Pretty lucky. Yep. We've
1: said it about, what, like 12 times already We've on this show? We've said it to
2: each one yeah. of them how we were jealous. And yeah. yeah. So there's a running theme, but that's okay. It's a running theme, and
1: it's it's the truth. That's why we are yeah. we are jealous of them.
2: I'm just super excited to talk to them now
3: after this is all over. That's going to be, I don't know. Yeah, if we didn't scare I'll them be off. waiting on that for a while. If
1: we didn't scare them off, it'd be cool to talk to them
3: yep. afterwards. Yep.
1: Um, whether they do or don't harvest something, I hope every single one of them does, but... It'd still be cool to talk to them afterwards, you know, like especially Gene and Mm -hmm. Sam, not being from the area, if they see any, you know, or if they didn't even, you know, they had skunked, which I hope doesn't happen. I hope they're just an elk every day.
3: I want to hear stories. I mean, every hunt, every trip, same with us, you know, taking our trip that's coming up here. The stories that come back from it, it's, that's what the, that's all about for me, I guess.
1: Yeah. That's my favorite thing is listening to other people's stories. So. It was good, good episode. I thought um, talking to those guys would give everybody a really cool perspective on the the actual. I mean, it's happening. The opportunity, you know, right. it, it's happening in yeah, our state. Right. It, I mean, it's not just. And what's cool is, I mean, Mike. I think you made a comment on our first episode about like, well, everybody, you know, these tags are already spoken for. Right,
2: well, I mean, that's what everybody said. Yeah. If, if you got on any of the platforms before they they actually drew, right. they were saying that it was going to go to, you know. So governors. And that's yeah, not what governor, happened. Yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. So, yeah. And that's not. I mean, we. These are normal not, guys. We I mean, called these guys up. One of them's not. Forty five minutes from I mean from where we live yeah yeah it's, it's the other awesome. dude's a
1: carpenter and the other I mean and then Bill the landowner yeah. is um he's retired, retired he was damn near eighty years old yeah. so yep. it's it's really cool um just normal guys like all of us so. and um we wish them nothing but success um hope every single one of them has a problem packing out an elk and and yes. we'd be happy to try to help them out if if they needed it <laughs> so yeah. um we're only a few hours away
3: <laughs> yeah so
1: uh you guys got anything else
3: no i think that will do it just hope they enjoyed our bull session yep there it is i freaking knew it <laughs> <laughs> god
1: holy cow <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop making stupid jokes <laughs>
3: yeah, it is what it is
2: yeah. I, all right guys give it, it a like listen last Talk. thing mm, go ahead yeah, yeah right. gosh.
1: sorry gosh rushing sorry. us
3: off micah how it does connect to our biologist? episode though yeah listening to, to what he was talking about and then especially with with bill they kind of the resident around it so yeah you
1: know. he's a big supporter of this program obviously based, based on what we listen to so uh which is cool i mean yep you need that support to be able to have this this season happening exactly yep. so sorry um, n- now, you, now now you can, can we get off now micah is it okay yes we have okay thank you all right thanks for listening folks catch you later see ya bye